1: Learn more at marines.com. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Got miles to go before we sleep. Law is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. Uh, we will unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear why am you so scared and all alone? Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I'd like to play football. Hey, coming down from the gallows and 10 days away from the NFL draft, 10 days away from possibly 10, hopefully less, newly minted Steelers, and hopefully less means they move up and make a big deal, and that could be a possibility. We would all like that. So, my friends, you have stumbled upon the Steelers Hangover, brought to you by BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. What is the Steelers Hangover? If you do not know... It is for about 24 hours after the game, getting fan reaction, getting a chance to go ahead and calm down, get our thoughts um, in a row, you know, because usually those three-plus hours on a Sunday or a Monday or whenever the Steelers play, um, we initially want to have knee-jerk reactions. This gives us a chance to uh, have the head clear, the hangover be over, and uh, just uh, drink a little hair of the dog that bit you. But you know, here's the thing about the uh, the Steeler hangover. It's April. We have no game. We have nothing to be hung over about. The way it's been in this off season, my friends, there's everything to be hung over about. It was a fairly quiet weekend. Fairly quiet last seven days in Steeler Nation, which that's pretty good. But Then we had our very popular website, Behind the Still Curtain, and uh, the man who kicked the hornet's nest—the very one and only, my partner, my good friend, Anthony DeFio—had a little adventurous weekend with a little article commentary he wrote. Hello, Tony. How are you? Hey, how's it
0: going, Brian? Uh, Happy Monday, as always. I. Can't wait to talk about this and hopefully other Steelers stuff tonight. <laughs> I, I, I always, always want to do my I, Howard Cosell impression, you know, because he was controversial. I always wanted, I wanted to come out with I said, I always want to do my Howard Cosell impression or or name some other uh, Stephen B. Smith, some other, uh, uh, you know, Skip Bayless, one of those guys. I want to do one of their impressions. That's, that's what I felt like this weekend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so do you do you like me calling you the man who kicked the hornet's nest?
0: I love it because that's, that's all it was. You're <laughs> not going to change anybody's mind. You just throw me <laughs> a rock at a hornet's nest. They're going to come out and chase you, and then they're going to go back to their nest and and be angry bees, uh, uh, you
1: know, like they always are. So uh, for those of you that don't know, Tony had a uh, a very insightful commentary, which he does. Now, when you look at Behind the still Curtain, um, it's really interesting because there are so many gifted writers, there are so many different articles. So there's ten, that, about ten that debut every single day, and it, it runs the gamut of uh, of Steeler content. I mean, you have straight up breaking news. You have, uh, I mean, a lot of that will be uh, written by Simon Chester or Jeff Hartman. You'll have a lot of uh, really good insight. Um, on their by chest. You have, uh, you have what I like to, to call um, maybe throwback pieces. i um, talking about the old days. Um, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of polls and I do a lot of uh, a satire. Um, we, we have others. Uh, Dave Schofield, our community manager, he is our stat guy. And he's the guy who uh, will dig in with a lot of stats. Right now, we have a lot of uh, a lot of guys doing stuff about the upcoming NFL draft. Flip Fisher just had a good article on that about what's that?
0: So they, they they all do. I mean, they're doing great stuff right now.
1: Yeah, Shannon White. We we have. Uh, and if I'm missing somebody, I do apologize. Um, a lot of good work, um, Tony writes a lot of commentary. And Tony writes a lot of pieces that uh, I guess he's our controversial writer from time to time, but he makes you think. He's uh, very insightful, and he he does a lot of satire as well. But uh, this one, Tony, wasn't as well-received as your usual one. So, uh, and let me give you a little hint of what we're talking about. Um, hashtag fire Tomlin was involved. So uh, tell me, I, I'd like to give you a chance to take it away and explain what you were thinking when you wrote this article, which by the way, I'm going to throw a spoiler alert. I've got your back on this one because when I read the comment and I, and I saw what was going on, I was incensed. I even threw up the number to this show to anybody that wants to call in and discuss it. Um, so, uh, I'm just going to throw that out out there, but I'd like to know the process that that was involved in this, what inspired this, and a little bit of the backlash. Go ahead, my friend.
0: Well, I mean, I, I've had this sort of rolling around in my head for a while now since since the end of the season. You know, every every well, if you know how Facebook is, and you know, they never stay on topic. And 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 within the first three comments, there's always something stupid on there, goofy. And what I've noticed this off season is, you know, every Steeler-related post, whether it's our site or other Steeler sites, it's on Facebook, it's Fire Tom, and then, you know, it just degenerates into all this just goofy, just crazy talk. And I was on there on, you know, I didn't really want to write it necessarily because I knew what would happen, but I was on there on Friday, and I think it was the Steeler site, and, and there was this article about how they were honoring the Coast Guard. And and within 10 comments, you know, Ben's a rapist and fire Tomlin, and some old guy was on there. They need to stand for the flag, you know. I mean, come on, what's the 2017. So I was like, that's it. I'm writing it. And that was my, uh, that was my inspiration. I pretty much had it written in my head and I knew how it would go, you know, before I even turned up my computer. So that was my inspiration for that is, you know, it's like people are, are, it's not necessarily about Mike fire or Mike Tom. It's like people are just never happy with the team, and they want to go out of their way to tell you that they're not happy and that everything sucks, and that um, you know, they, they just they ruin every article. I mean, we we write great things or we try to anyway. I can't speak for myself, but we we try to put quality work up there, and they don't even pay attention to it. They just go in there and they make it their own little playground, and and when they're not doing that, they're they're um, telling you how they don't like the team and how miser- miserable they are. And, and as far as as far as the backlash, I mean, it didn't seem like it was that out of the ordinary for me because anytime I, I touch on Mike Tomlin or or maybe Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown or anything that has to do with with uh, you know being positive about the Steelers, I get I get backlash. So I mean, I'm not really that. And 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 I I went after the 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 people that make making the comments, so I knew I would get backlash from that. But hey, I mean, if you're acting like that, you deserve it. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, you, there's no reason for me to go on there and act like that.
1: I, I, hope and I understand, and you it. you stood up for yourself, and yeah. and uh, I you know I definitely uh, saw you do that. And hey, you're not you're not saying anything about taking a freedom of opinion away from somebody. Um, But some people didn't even, they read the headline and the headline didn't exactly match, did not capture the spirit of what you were saying. And um, it all went right away. It went to the fact that people thought that you were ripping on them for uh, saying that Mike Tomlin should be fired. That's not what you were doing. Um, what was the headline? Right. Can you can you refresh me with a headline? Because I think the headline got people riled up. The, peop- the, the people
0: that I want uh, that are always calling for Mike Tomlin to be fired are the worst. When, when I originally wrote it, it was the, <laughs> it was the hashtag it was the hashtag Mike Tomlin people are the worst. Sealer fans, meaning all they do is go with every article. I'm, I'll probably be able to explain this better. To say like the first time I like a second ago it wasn't a very good explanation, but explain it better. Every article you go to, it doesn't matter what the content is. It thirty, forty, fifty more fire Mike Tomlin hashtag fire Mike Tomlin, and then that starts people. Why don't you leave if you don't like Mike Tomlin? And then then it goes back and forth, and it's, and it's not even about Mike Tomlin. It's about uh, the police or or canine the canine unit or something like that, or, or the Steelers gave the charity, or Joe Hayden and his brother. Did something great, you know, he, you know, how he takes care of his brother, something like that. And they just go in there, and they don't even worry about the article. They just go in there, and they, and they just do nothing but act like jerks. And that's how they act. And for them to be mad at me, it's like the cowardly lion after Dorothy slapped him in the face when he was trying to go and bite her dog, you know, and eat her dog. I mean, sorry, but you know, if you want, if you want to act like a jerk, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you out on it. There's no reason for you to act like that. Honestly, I mean, I knew it wasn't, I wasn't gonna make anybody go. Well, gee, I never thought of it that way. You're right, Tony. I knew it wasn't going to be like that, but I just wanted to, to uh, just get it off my chest. And if people liked it, great. The ones who didn't agree with me, they weren't going to agree with me anyway. So they're still going to want my common fire no matter what. They're still they're still going to hate the team and be miserable. And 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 so it really didn't matter, but it was it was something I had to get off my chest.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad you did. Now, I uh, we are going to bring in somebody – In here from behind the steel curtain just a a moment Um, our community manager Dave Schofield who has some comments on this this entire situation too um, we'll do that I I just have two comments real quick first of all I agree with you completely on the Facebook thing when you look at the comment section on the behind the the steel curtain site there are a lot of people that are very insightful there's still ones that go in and and uh, put something stupid on there and do the fire Tomlin stuff but they are held accountable and they're called out, and there is some discussion. And sometimes it's like, yeah, maybe maybe you are right. Um, but the Facebook, when when I told Jeff at one point, I'm like, can you not even put my articles on Facebook anymore? <laughs> and the reason being because because on Facebook they come out and they those level of fans are just really rough, and I don't. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of knee jerk reactions and there's a lot of situations where they're just uh, keyboard warriors and they're hiding behind there and they're just ripping on anybody feeling they can't be touched. And, um, there, there's just a big difference. I think BPSC has really good knowledgeable fans. I don't think they're as knowledgeable on when they comment on Facebook. Um, well, and the second thing, the, uh, the second thing I was going to mention was the fact that uh, you have the situation where no matter what it is, like you said, they're going to jump in and uh, complain about the team. Mike Hilton got married last year. Somebody mentioned in an article, well, you should, uh, you should be focusing more on the defense instead of getting married. Yeah. <laughs> One year, exactly. uh, James Harrison. James Harrison went hunting and had a deer up there. This woman went after him for uh, unethically killing animals. And then everyone's like, well, oh, oh, you should be focused more on the, le- on how bad the defense is. And, uh, and so awesome. finally, finally Debo had enough and said, Hey, I bet you, you wouldn't say that to my face. <laughs> so he actually,
0: he actually that said was, that.
1: Just Oh yeah. He wrote that. That's and awesome. This was, like, I have a respect bit, for him now. When he was, this was this was about three or four years ago, I and mean, because he's an avid hunter, he and Keisel would go out hunting all the time, and and uh, so, but and he was he was defending himself, but he's like, yeah, you you guys wouldn't say that to me in person, but they go after the players all the time, and a lot of it is on Facebook, and they're hiding behind behind the fact that that they're not going to get touched, and it's something yeah. that that drives me absolutely bonkers, um, but you know we have these players out here and sometimes i feel that steeler fans a a big part of steeler nation right now they we are so spoiled that we don't even enjoy being fans anymore um and i also feel like some parts of steeler nation aren't no aren't recognizing these players as people or these coaches as people and uh They're just uh, they're just objects for their uh, enjoyment, and when they're when they're uh, they don't play up to their standards, they're done with them, and it's just really disgusting. But um...
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media,
1: and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen
0: to The Deal on Spotify.
1: We'll talk more about that in a moment. I want to bring on our community manager from behind the steel curtain and our stat geek extraordinaire, one David Arthur Schofield. I don't know his middle name, but it just sounds right. Dave, what's going on? That's nowhere close. (laughs) Hey, Dave. What's Uh, that? Tony, Tony, Tony. Thanks for ruining my weekend. (laughs) Did you hear that, Tony? I don't know if Tony heard that. I'm not. Tony. Tony. Well, actually, I Tony is not responding. I We lost Tony for a second. He'll be right back on. Um, I'm sure he will call right back in. But, uh, Dave, so uh, what's going on with you? And uh, how did Tony ruin your weekend? Tony ruined my weekend because all of a sudden, instead of being able to mow grass and clean up my yard and all that other good stuff, I find myself – having to constantly monitor an article on Saturday two weeks before the draft (laughs) that has nothing to do with anything else, but you just kind of knew what kind of people were going to come out at times with this. Um, Well, not as much the people, but the emotion that came out based on his article. I have no problem with him writing the article. I actually thought it was a nice, well, nice might not be the word. I thought it was a great article. Um, The problem was so many people jumped into the comments without really getting the point of the article, which basically was their behavior was the point of the article. That's what made it so ironic uh, with everything, was that uh, the number of people that looked at that and thought Tony was saying that anyone that didn't just completely 100% agree with everything that Coach Mike Tomlin does is the worst kind of fan. That is not at all what Cody said in the article Cody was saying that the 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 problem the worst kind of fans are the fans that just want to jump all over negative stuff scream at the top of their lungs fire tom and fire colbert fire every coach fire everybody we don't need anything let's go let's go fill the stadium to watch nobody stand on the field because everyone needs to be fired because i'm really a fan no, you're not. You're just someone who just wants to shout and complain and that's not what makes a fan a fan. Did I lose Brian as well? Sorry, Dave. We're having some technical difficulty there. I uh, I did not hear you all of a sudden. So, uh, I don't know whether my headphones went out, so... I've taken them off. I do apologize, but I do appreciate you saying that um, because we do have that problem. A lot of people just look at headlines. Um, are, are headlines sometimes too misleading? I think a lot hey, of the headlines can be misleading. Sorry. You got me? And, uh, and is that what happened in here in this instance? Yeah, and I, I think we see that all the time, and that's the problem with social media is that I, I've learned – I'm so glad I do not have to moderate uh, the comments on Facebook for articles from our site because you can tell that probably well over 90% of the people that are commenting didn't even read the article. They only looked at the headline. And when you only look at the headline, you have really no idea what's going on. But people were, were so upset that Tony's saying that people that want to fire Tomlin are the worst kind of fans. That's not what he's saying. He's saying people that want to just scream and shout and fill up any story that has anything to do with the Pittsburgh Steelers, even if it doesn't have anything to do with Mike Tomlin or anything else, and just kind of fill it with hate. It's, it's Basically, that's the big the, – the gist of his article was, why are we throwing so much hate around and, you know, I agree with that 100%. And I'm wondering that myself. Um, but that seems to be something that is fostered in here now, that uh, we haven't had this before. And I know, I know fans are, are tired of losing. And I know fans feel that we have squandered um, some great players like, like Ben, like uh, Antonio Brown, and uh, Le'Veon Bell. But there are still a lot of things to be uh, be excited about here. So, with that being said, you know we just need to get to the point where we enjoy being fans of this team again, and uh, and that just to me isn't happening. And do you feel that Steeler Nation? And I know you're a season ticket holder, and do you feel that? the people around you with games or a lot of fans that you're reading on here are to the point where they're just not enjoying being fans anymore. I think the problem is we have a lot of keyboard warriors, people that hide behind the screen to say things that they would never say to another fan. Otherwise they just, but unfortunately that's just the society we are in today. See the negativity like that when when I'm at the stadium. I mean, there's sometimes people get frustrated with things, but I mean, everyone all of a sudden thinks that they're an expert about everything, and therefore their opinion is always right. I mean, I feel like I'm a I'm a pretty well versed person when it comes to football, being a former coach and everything like that, and I really study everything going with the Steelers. But to, to say that I'm an expert and know better than anybody else, I'm not going to go that far because we're not in that locker room. We don't know exactly what the scheme is. We're not hearing the play call. We don't know all of those things going on. We are fans. We are fans that are there to enjoy a game. And my point is, which was exactly what I think Tony was really trying to get to is, if the point of the Steelers is to enjoy the game, why are you taking all the joy out of it? there for a moment and uh so we've got you back on so yeah i
0: don't know what happened i'm sorry about that
1: no problem so i just decided to call you in i've uh dave are you still on the line i'm still here if you got me there's dave we're sorry we've, we've had technical difficulties uh it's called an audible there um dave was just uh let me uh, catch up because we did lose tony but uh what Dave was doing was uh, just basically backing up to the fact that uh, nobody uh, really read the article, the gist of it, or got the gist of it. Just kind of read the headline that misled some people, and kind of agreed with everything that you said, and even complimented your article. But he did say that you did ruin his weekend. So, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I can imagine. I didn't to I didn't find the. The comment section of our site, bad. That had. I mean, Facebook was bad, but Facebook's always bad. Facebook's bad, you know, when we are talking about you know, anything. So I can, I can, I can certainly imagine that. But I'm, I'm sorry if I, uh, if I uh, brought the uh,
1: the worst part of the society out for a couple of days. Oh Tony, it's all right. It's I, I didn't need to get anything done around the house anyways, but uh, I, no, I I appreciated your article. I thought it was very, very, very thought out. I, I do wish that everyone could have got the gist of it's really. It, people took the the main example of the you know hashtag fire talman people, and took that as that anyone that felt that way that that, that felt any negativity towards the coach, is a bad fan. That's not what you were saying. You're saying that people that are just angry and down and always hating, those are the fans that you can't stand to interact with.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're always going to have something to, com- to complain about. I mean, why Why would you go around with that as your sole focus of supporting the team, fire the coach, fire the coach, fire the coach? Why, why would – I mean, first of all, it's not going to happen, you know, so – you're just wasting energy. Second of all, you just had a team that made the playoffs four years in a row. It's a pretty good team. You should be excited by what they can do next year. Not worrying about them firing the coach right now or anything else that's negative. It's mid-April. You should be excited. You should be excited about next year. But whatever. I mean, like I said, I'm not going to change anybody's mind.
1: Well, I you bet- know what? I, I, uh, you're not, but. If uh, after it was explained, I think uh, some people may have come around on that and realized, but a lot of the people that are throwing out the hashtag Fire Tomlin on an innocent article such as, you know, uh, such as uh, the, what was it, the Coast Guard? Yeah. Uh, the, Coast Guard. You know, helping out the Coast Guard. And uh, in anything, it's, those are your irrational fans. And so yes. I think the bottom line is we're calling out a rational fans and saying, Hey, you know what? Look at the good that's going on. Look at the nice things that you guys are doing in the community. I mean, you throw out fire Tom, one of these, this, and this, and this, but my gosh, the fact that what he does for human trafficking and trying to stop human trafficking um, is just absolutely amazing. And so, he needs to be recognized as a fantastic human being. If you don't want to recognize him as a great coach, at least give us that. I know you right. and, But everybody's and I'm going to steal Tomlinism, painting this with a brush and saying, fire Tomlin, he's going to go. He's the root of all the problems. And it's not. I, you know what? I'll actually defend. I mean, I know your article was not defending Mike Tomlin. But Dave, Tony, I'm going to go in and say, look, I don't think he lost that locker room. I don't think that this, I think this would have happened to almost any coach, including Bill Belichick. And here's the reason why Antonio Brown used everybody as a scapegoat. And that's what he did. He's not mad at Ben Roethlisberger. He was his scapegoat. He wasn't mad at Bart Rooney for not knowing his kids' names. He needed a scapegoat. Le'Veon Bell really needed a scapegoat after he, I have a horrendous deal. So that, be, that being said, that's what happened. I don't think Mike Common lost the locker room at all. And I will. Um, I know Dave has to be gone in a couple minutes, and I want to bring up one more thing. There is a big disparity, and I said it at the beginning of the show, between our behind-the-steel curtain commenters and the ones on Facebook. When I first joined this site in 2015, I, my third article was one I was really proud of. The headline wasn't the headline that I put out there. Um, Jeff changed it to uh, to attract um, more more readers, and it really did a good job. and It had a lot of a lot of uh, comments attached to it because it was very very early in the process. It was a uh, it wasn't exactly breaking news but it was a breaking speculation because I was listening to Ed Bouchette on uh on ninety three seven the fan and he was talking how the Steelers with where Scrapkowski had just got gone down and he was talking about how the Steelers could possibly look Michael Vick's way. So I jumped on, I texted Chess right away I said, Hey, um, they there's speculation that uh, that could come in. I credited Bouchette to it, and I went ahead and I I wrote this article on what could happen about seeing Michael Vick. People went nuts. The Roonies would never do that. That's a that's a horrible thing. And the comment section went crazy. Facebook went nuts. That I got personal. I got three or four personal threats mm-hmm. calling me disgusting, and all I was doing was reporting what happened, and it wasn't behind the steel curtain, but there was a lot of comments on behind the still curtain too, but they weren't damning, damning like this one, and the Facebook people went crazy. I once wrote an article, Dave, and you would have you would have been glad you weren't the community manager when I wrote the article about two years ago in my uh random thoughts of a, from a black and gold mine when I compared uh Bill Belichick to a menstrual cycle. Uh, it, it it was bad. Oh I was my. accused of being a Trump supporter. <laughs> oh my God. I was accused of I got I got these terrible I I got these terrible uh personal emails and I uh emails and I got uh <laughs> I we got a threat and I gotta yell up on my wife. But with that being said, um not everybody not everybody enjoys uh enjoys some satire and some comments, guys. Nope. They do
0: not uh, you reference the Michael Michael Michael, Michael. I wrote one, and I I got like two dozen hate emails, and I found uh, a Facebook message last year. And that's from like three years later. I hope your family dies in a car wreck. I hope they 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 you crash and they all fly through the windshield because I said that you know it's the other fact that they sign like that. That's how far people want to take it on Facebook. They just social media is just the worst. And as far as if I could say one thing about the locker room, yesterday somebody tweeted, you know, because the punched down 3 nothing. I think this is an indication that Mike Sullivan has lost the locker room. And people were writing on Facebook, Rick Tockett was a real coach. So you get it everywhere. You get it everywhere. Mike Sullivan's finding this out. You know, it's just that's the first thing people blame is the coach. And in, in, in Penguins' case, the coach and the goalie. So, you know, people just they don't know how to really analyze sports. They just want to find the scapegoat, like you said, and it's it's easier to get rid of the coach than it is to, to accept the fact that maybe the other teams might be better
1: this time around. Yeah, I, I agree with that totally. Dave, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah, I want to say that first and foremost, I think at Behind the Steel Curtain, we have a very great community of a lot of very informed users. There's, of course, always going to be a few people out there that are, are going to push buttons and do the trolling thing, and that's just some of the stuff that we're dealing with. But it's, it's really a good community. The biggest reason is it's not always what you have to say, but it's how you go about it. You don't need to attack people. You don't need to attack the team. Don't say something about the team or another person that you, that, that's a personal attack. We don't need to do that. And for the most part, the community is really good at that. And when people don't follow those guidelines, many users make sure that they point that out so actions can be taken. But I have no problem with with uh, people voicing their opinions. You don't all have, to all have the same opinion about everything. This wasn't about people that supported Mike Tomlin or people that definitely wanted him gone. Uh, I There's a former Steelers player that I talked to, regularly that is not a very big fan of Mike Tomlin.
0: It's okay.
1: We don't all have to agree about that, but he's not going to go screaming it from the rooftops that this is what's going to happen and just be all nothing but negativity and everything's bad. It's that's not how, that's not how we need to live our lives. I I, I, I think this was more of a commentary on life than what it was on the Steelers and just the way that we are and the way that we treat other people that we cause we don't know them and the way we speak to them and the way we speak about our, our celebrities and our athletes and things like that, that uh, it's, it's definitely the negative aspect of our society that's been brought out by social media, but we can move past that. We just need to all remember to be polite, to be courteous, And let's have some great discussions. And I think that Behind the Steel Curtain is a great place to do that when it comes to Steelers stuff. I agree. And I agree as well. And that is a great way to wrap this whole thing up. And I've got one sentence that will wrap this up greatly. Ten days of the draft, fellas. Ten days for (laughs) newly minted Steelers to uh, complain about. (laughs) And uh, for people to uh, want to blame with Kevin Colbert, we'll have some hashtag Fire Colberts coming up this week if you don't like exactly what he did um, or you don't think his picks were sexy. I remember way back 17 years ago, um, in the excuse me, 18 years ago in the 2001 draft, when they picked the guy in the first round, everybody went nuts because it was not a sexy pick at all. Who's Casey Hampton? We don't want mm-hmm. big, fat linemen. People are complaining. I can imagine if social media um, was available back then, how crazy they would have went. And uh, you're hard-pressed to anybody that uh, hates the big sack. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that being said, people are going to be complaining in 10 days, and we're just going to enjoy, be enjoying the draft process. So, with that being said, I'm glad to be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'll take the warts of the team. If they're 1-15, in I'm watching. I know the two gentlemen on the phone with me are as well. Um, I I still love being a fan. And you know what? If you're that true of a Steelers fan, you're going to love them too, um, through the good times and the bad. And with that being said, my friends, Dave, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Great yeah, thanks
0: for today. having me on, guys. Thanks I for
1: really a appreciate calming you. Influence. Wait, <laughs> Antonio, <laughs> I hope so I uh, Now you, you are a calming influence, and and we appreciate you. And and, and Dave, I've always got. Uh, excuse me, uh, Tony, I've always got your back, Dave. I've got your back too,
0: but you back too, man.
1: But, but Dave's stats aren't controversial. So.
0: All <laughs> stats can be. You know how that goes.
1: So. <laughs> For the man that kicked the Hornets' nest, Tony DeFeo. For James Schofield. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. My friends, the reef might not like it, but rock the Casbah. You have just been hungover. We'll see you next week.